Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Get it together, bud. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. It's Major League. It's a movie come to life. Yes. And, uh, you know, the, the movie Major League is a comedy, and so are the open days. The Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests. ESPN senior NFL reporter Jeremy Fowler. ESPN NBA analyst Brian Winthorst. Spurs television analyst Michelle Beadle. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show, the final Monday of June. We're almost halfway through 2023. My goodness, what a what a what a what a time! Uh, and we're on the air live here on the Roku channel, and we're also live on this Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate, live on Sirius XM Odyssey and more. We say hello to our podcast listeners. It's your God-given right to listen to us whenever you want. It is called On Demand. Listening On Demand, our podcast is available where you can get any single old podcast. Ours stands out. We also are available. On demand on our Rich Eisen Show collection page, part of our relationship with Roku and the Roku channel. And we're also, uh, you can check us out on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Christopher Brockman? Hey, Rich. It's a lavender day for you, huh? <laughs> you went lavender. I think this is just purple. I like it. Lilac. You went lilac I on us. I did a lot of uh, yard work yesterday. I cleaned my gutters. Look very, at you. Very sore. Very good. Very sore. Weird, sore. Weird muscles that I was using. It's like pickleball. No. How are you over there, no. Jason Feller? How are What's you? What's up, Rich? I'm DJ good. Mikey D's coming back from something. He's doing the soccer thing pre, we think. I thought it was the USFL he was that doing. That was this weekend. I'm talking about today. Oh, okay, great. How are you, TJ? What's going on over there, sir? TJ Jefferson is uh, hey, here on the Rich Eisen Show. If you ever want to know what Del Tuvo's doing, just go to his Instagram because he's going to give you in detail everything he's doing. Fantastic. With a lot, with a lot of weird gifs and emojis. Yeah. Because again, we're everything ready. We are uh, we're we're in that time of year. Straight up, always shoot you straight. We're in that time of year where um we're we're looking for stuff to talk about. Uh huh. Um, for instance, this sports weekend, some of the big to dos that actually pop through on your um, on your uh, Twitter feed. You know when there's not a coup going on in Russia. Um, <laughs> what pops through on the old Twitter feed is uh. You know, Keegan Bradley, right? He won the Travelers, right? He did. And course record. Course record. I have played on that course, TPC of Cromwell, out there in the uh, beautiful Highlands. center, center uh, central Connecticut. Yeah. Back in my ESPN days, 
there's um, if they um, dragged one of the lakes, you find a lot of my uh, my pellets. Okay. <laughs> um, there's a big to do. You know, he's it, it was called a, a hometown victory for him. He's not from Connecticut. He's from the New England area. He's a New Englander. People yeah. are freaking out. Yeah, about yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That's a uh, that's a for instance. Yep. That's the story. Mm-hmm. What Rory is he he carped on the course, right? Rory said it's a little too easy now. Or he crapped on the course right. and carped about the course. Okay. He played pretty well over the weekend. So, there's that. Oh, wait a minute. Here's the other thing. Ellie De La Cruz. We told you about this young man in Cincinnati. 21-year-old switch Baller. hitter. Um, he had a cycle on Friday night. As the Reds won their 12th game in a row, but the Braves pushed back in a weekend series against Cincinnati that I can only hope. Didn't think I would be saying this. I'd love to see that one in October. For sure. Fun games. Acuna and Ellie De La Cruz in the same field at the same time. High scoring. All, oh, all one run games. Very fun. Also, another thing to talk about. Top story, I think. All weekend long. Victor Wembanyama making Tim Duncan and the Admiral, David Robinson, look like point guards. I don't know where this was <laughs> in San Antonio. Look how small Genova is. I don't know is. where it was, <laughs> but you're just like Sean Elliott's on the left and Tim Duncan's on the right, and David Robinson is in the middle, and Manu Ginobili looks like, you know. <laughs> like kid, put him in his pocket. Exactly. Like, let's let's just <laughs> get him. Let's just get him. Uh, honestly, he. I'll, I'll be very straight up. If you, if you put up that photograph, he looks like the sommelier at the restaurant that they're at. Okay, like ask Manu what a, wine would pair well. We have a beautiful Argentine with dinner. Red. And and honestly, David Robinson looks like just the dude who's like, "Hey, would you mind taking a picture for my son?" You know, my son Sean Elliott. Oh, my son! <laughs> oh my gosh! And by the way, just where where was Tony Parker in this? He's like the, he's kind of like the only guy missing from yeah, this photograph, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he could be the one who took the photograph. I don't know, but couldn't ask for better role models. Victor Wembanyama tweets out, and by the way, he's so not wrong. That is completely spot on. Yeah, nailed it. Just reminding us all once again, reminding us all once again, what an incredible landing spot he has found for himself and how... The hype that we are going to get once the season hits is already at a fever pitch because I'm seeing this photograph with Robinson and Duncan and Sean Elliott and Manu Ginobili, and these guys are all going to be there pitching in. My gosh, talk about an alumni association, right? For him to have at his disposal, and they already clearly making themselves available to talk to him and welcome him and and say this is the way it works here talk about a spurs culture how about those guys talking over dinner telling pop stories right very good for the kid and if you look at that picture again just to put it in some type of reference for people yes Sean Elliott, six feet, eight inches tall yes <laughs> David Robinson is seven one Manu is six six Okay. <laughs> He's like a foot on Manu. I mean, uh, Manu Ginobili would by far be the biggest man in this whole campus if he start walking around. Yes. And look at that. It's unbelievable. Yep. 
And that's also part of the hype that he's going to have to deal with because he's already being placed on par. He is. He's already, like, this is the next generation of Spurs star. And when I see the feedback on the old Twitterverse there that, you know, sort of like an eye-rolling response, like, okay, now he's got to go do it. I mean, I don't have any doubts. Do you have doubts that he's going to do it? I mean, you know. Do you, like, have a single doubt that he's going to be as good as advertised? Skill-wise, no. Uh, You kind of look at the body. But, you know, Brockman and I have been talking about this. Uh, I've been kind of reading a lot about Vic for, like, the last two years. And, Rich, the things that this kid has been doing to get himself ready for the NBA grind, like, he has a diet that they made for him, which really concentrates on the strengthening of bones, which I've never heard anyone doing before. An osteoporosis way of looking at things. Yeah, like he's been working on strengthening ligaments and tendons in his body for for the last few years. So, you know, barring like a Chet Holmgren situation where his body just implodes because a brick wall named LeBron hit him, I mean, skill-wise, no, I'm not going to say the guy's going to be the greatest player ever, but I think he's going to be special. And this year. And this year, yeah. Chris, do you have any doubts? Because I any doubt because the hype it's, is it's, again yeah. the hype is going to only intensify. Mm-hmm. And well, the, the, the hype's been huge and astronomical for the last six months anyway. When right. we first saw this kid play, you know, for the Mets, and it's it's just you know rookies rarely come into the league and make an immediate impact to translate the wins and losses. You know, there's a grind. You know, it's the twice as many games as you're used to playing. Yeah, he is. You know, he's two twenty. But when stretch that out over seven five, you know, looks kind of rail thin. I don't know. He's going to get dunked on a lot. He's going to, you know, guys are going to go after him. Uh, can the Spurs make the playoffs? I want to see what else they add in free agency. Wouldn't shock me though if they're in the play-in next year. But you guys have already hit on the one aspect that people are wondering if he's going to beef up or not, and it's his, it's his body, mm-hmm. and it's his arms. That only got accentuated by our third hour guest interviewing him over the weekend and posting on our Twitter handle her rocked out Ooh. right arm <laughs> and Victor Wembanyama looking like Gumby, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Next to Michelle Beadle, who clearly had arm days that uh, earlier in the day. Also, the fact that they're nine feet, they're sitting nine feet away from each other and it looks that close. Well, I mean, yeah, she's definitely (laughs) reaching out and leaning over. And he's just like, "Eh." yeah, he's just, and he's leaning back. (laughs) He might alligate, be alligator. Is this a tug of war? I don't know. There you go. Beatles looking swollen in that picture. so tall. Michelle will be joining us in hour three to talk about what's going on there. She, her boots are on the ground in San Antonio and have been for quite some time. So. As soon as I saw that photograph, I'm like, she actually interviewed Victor, and she's right that maybe she took the photo. Like, she will definitely know where, what, what restaurant that was, right in San Antonio. Yeah, I gotta imagine who picked up the check. <laughs> Ooh, good question. If it's not Wembanyama, I don't know. Get out of here, right? I mean, if there this, has to still be some sort of pecking order here where he's picking up the check. Yeah, this was signed the- yet. He has no money. Get out of here. Oh, he's got, he's got cash, Euro. Bro. He's got, he's he got Euro. He hasn't signed anything. He's got Euro. Bro, bro, he's been a pro in Europe. Exactly. 
He's got Euro. And by the way, not this just was, a step either. I if mean, if this was the NFL, he would definitely be playing because they like to do that with the rookies, right? Oh yeah. Well, actually, well, they would have they would have put on bill. another bottle of uh, yeah. Screaming Eagle on him. <laughs> If this is the NFL, so, they've been ordering up. They would have taxed Tim Duncan pockets. career earnings, two hundred forty-two million. Oh, I'm not saying those guys couldn't. <laughs> Just saying. I know Delph Tufo's got the uh, the Geico uh, alligator arm drop somewhere there. I don't know how mm. you have any chance of finding that <laughs> in his system over there. Can we spell alligator? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Look up Geico. Way. I bet you that's his way of uh, of actually. I know if I if I had a guess about how he actually files his system. How he identifies things. Geico. <laughs> pick up the check. Yeah. Oh, Hoskins might have it. That's all right. Eight four four two zero four. Rich is the number to dial here about anything that's on your mind. Jeremy Fowler of ESPN is up first. The conversation um, that I want to have with him is based on his reporting last week that the Vikings are going to take their time in signing Justin Jefferson to a new deal. And my two cents mm. on seeing that was like playing with fire <laughs> well i mean i'm playing with fire i mean like i don't think the guy's gonna hold out because again this is his this is his going into his fourth year they have one year more of contractual control next year picking up a fifth year option for him and so this is the way it used to be for all rookies and the, again this is the way it used to be i shouldn't say used to be because this is a system born in 2011 so we're only in our it's only a, this, this system hasn't even been bar mitzvahed yet, okay? <laughs> but uh, it's coming up next year, by the all way. Right. It, increments of 18, that's all I have to say. So, um, was he, was, hold on a minute, was, was uh, Justin Jefferson the 18th overall selection in the draft? Oh, Rich. I don't think so. Hold on a second. I don't think he was the high draft for, uh, for the Wilfs. But um, long story short is this system was set up so players like Justin Jefferson wouldn't have to get paid after just three years of electric work at the wide receiver position. 22nd pick. Close enough. <laughs> Mazel tov to his career so far. <laughs> but the system was set up so these guys, like Justin Jefferson, did not have to get paid. And if I'm not mistaken, it was the Eagles and Rams who signed Jared Goff and... Um, Carson Wentz to contracts, their second contracts earlier than anybody expected. And I think that started the trend of after three years at the quarterback spot, you got your second deal. If you were somebody who was clearly generationally talented and going to cost a heck of a lot more money for the team if they waited and Justin Jefferson, I think, is going to try and strike a blow for the wide receiver spot. And the Vikings might be sitting here and saying, we're not going to do it. And the question is, is how does that affect this young man? And why wouldn't the Vikings do it? Because he's only going to get more expensive. <laughs> Odell signed one year, 18 mil, right? You know DeAndre Hopkins is going to try and do something. The market's kind of pushing back a bit on the wide receiver spot. Mm -hmm. We all know the market's pushed back on the running back spot and tipped it over when you've got Dalvin Cook sitting out there now adding to the glut that has Zeke, Leonard Fournette sitting ATC yeah. right now. At the crib. So that's what kind of sparked our interest in getting Jeremy Fowler here to start 
this conversation. Also on this show, Overreaction Monday, which always has an NFL tinge to it. Also on this show, we've got, as the request of one of our callers last week, did you write down who it was? I did not write down okay. who it was. <laughs> I wrote down the subject. Our apology uh, for not recalling the, the shows. They all, you know. I think it was a J. They come, they come so fast. I think it was a J. They name. come too fast. <laughs> but uh, the caller said, you know what? I would like to get a top five, like request for a top five list. So rare uh, to get one. Top five juiciest Super Bowl matchups of the upcoming NFL I season. I think he was a Seahawks fan. I will, in fact, deliver what was so appreciated from this caller that we forgot to write down the caller's name. There Matt, we go. You should probably remember who it was. Please. Really? <laughs> Wasn't it like James? Really? I think it was somebody from really? Seattle. Really? What's wrong with you? Uh, <laughs> Hold on a second. Chris. Why did Adam just take a stray? He didn't take a stray. That was a full-on headshot. Hold on a second. <laughs> John, all John, respect. John Wick headshot? Two things. Two things. Two things. One. Do you think you'd remember? Yes. Two. I got to back out. Two. Do you think he's even listening to the show right now? <laughs> uh, 50, screening, 50, screening the calls. 50 50. Write him a note. He's on See, the phone with someone right now. Someone's calling well, him. Right he's too, is, is he picking it up? He's oh. not even picking it up. Hold on a second. Oh, wait, wait. Oh. I'm listening and then he wrote a holes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Adam. My, I, I, I earned that. I earned it. That's on you. I earned it. That's on you. That one's on me. On he didn't answer the question. No, he's, and now he's doing his job. Yeah, someone's calling in. But he's listening. Thanks for listening, Adam. Oh, that's that's one. That was funny. <laughs> it, 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 oh, yes. Okay. No, 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 it's my first. Jimmy, it's my first show as a 54-year-old Jets cheerleader. Oh. Yeah. Man. Yep. So I'll have a little bit of that for you. <laughs> yeah, and we send our best to Dickie uh, V. Apparently, he has another Dickie. voice surgery that he said he's uh, undertaking right now. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's take a break. Jeremy Fowler of the Worldwide Leader in Sports. Is Brock Purdy going to be ready for the season? A lot of optimism coming out of San Francisco. And I know that because I read the papers, I hear what the coach is saying, and I'm not getting direct information from the 49ers. Okay? (laughs) Finally addressing that. Are you getting accused of being a mouthpiece? Have you not heard about that? No. Someone said you were a mole? No, that's funny. Dude, it, it, it got Googled and talked about on Google so much. Xander, before he went to camp, came up to me. I was like, Dad, are you a 49er or a mole? He said some. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. Jeremy Fowler of ESPN when we come back right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just 
find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Ah, yes, we're back here on the program. Ah, yes. um, I appreciate um, Adam for listening to the program while he screens the calls. That's number one, Adam. I apologize for uh, calling your dedication and professionalism into question. I also appreciate, since I was the one who did it, you respond with, I'm listening, a-holes, plural. A-holes. I am just, I'll take the my bad on that. You're the you're plural also. Oh, Okay. That's how big of one I am. Well, I'm just saying, like I'm <laughs> excluding myself and TJ. Well, you, it's stipulated. You are the the like if there's anybody who's the, the a hole of the RES, yeah. it's, it's clearly you. Before I can you. feel it. I'll Thank take you. That. I'll take that. Um, and we found out through Mike Hoskins, our coordinating producer, Dane in Washington, was the one who called last week and said, "Hey, I'd like to Throwing request a top five list from you. The top five list being the top five juiciest Super Bowl." matchups of 2023 and i i i came up with ones that i think are any they're in the realm of possibility the realm of juicy they're in the well they're all juicy oh okay but you could you know they're actually could i put like deandre hopkins future team against the cardinals right like you didn't like the cardinals i don't think are with all due respect making the super bowl you don't have texans cardinals on the list correct be, See what I'm saying? That'd be a long shot. They are. I mean, so I'm kind of went back and forth on it. I understand. Um, but since I was home alone all weekend, literally, like the Kevin of this situation here. <laughs> Don't forget your dogs. That's true. Um, at any rate, long story short, I came up with that list because I'm a lead pipe wielding professional. And I also knew there'd be very little to talk about of newsworthiness <laughs> on the spot. Not much Newsworthiness. So, we're making it up as we go along here yeah, on the Rich buddy. Eisen Show. The Rich Eisen Show Radio Network back on the air. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Jeremy Fowler of the worldwide leader in sports, NFL information man, and so much more back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you doing, Jeremy? Hey, 
I'm good, Rich. Thanks for having me. I'm thinking you. about that Super Bowl dream matchup. I got Jets, Cowboys. Jets, Ooh. Cowboys. I'll be That'd honest be with you. It's not on my list. Ooh. It's not on my list. But what is that? That's Rodgers versus Mike McCarthy in Dallas. Yes. Being in it would just be the juicy aspect of it. Dallas versus Jets. That would make us happy. No doubt. Well, it would be on and cracking. Years, again. however long it's been for Dallas. I mean, yeah. There you go. Okay. It'd be perfect. Yes, and I know exactly how long it's been for the Jets <laughs> since it was the year I was born, and I just turned 54 two days ago, Jeremy, <laughs> so I don't have to do too much math on that. 54 years now. Um, so let me just jump in. What is your reporting on Justin Jefferson and what's going on with him and the Vikings for a new contract despite him being only three years in to the league? Well, it's my understanding that Minnesota like, is open to doing it. Uh, they're committed to signing him long-term at some point. I know it's going to be a massive uh, windfall for Jefferson that he's going to probably have to be close to the non, the highest non-quarterback, uh, highest paid at, at, that's not a passer in the league. We're talking Aaron Donald-type money potentially. Um, but I don't think they're there yet. Uh, I, I think they've gotten the ball rolling on some preliminary talks. And, uh, you know, look, Jefferson wasn't at OTAs. I was told it wasn't a direct reflection of, of the contract situation, but who knows with these type of things. He could be uh, upset that the ball's not further along here. Um, so we could see this heat up closer to training camp or well into training camp. It's just tough because the track record recently for guys that aren't quarterbacks to get a deal after three years on a first-round player contract because the team has two years left with that fifth-year option. So it just makes it tough. I mean, even Nick Bosa and guys like that had to wait a year. So, uh, you know, that, that could be – I was told it's going to be tough to do because of the sheer money that would have to be involved. And, but the Vikings are going to sort of chip away at this. How many wide receivers have gotten a contract uh, first-year drafted – a first-round drafted wide receiver gotten a new contract after three years? Would Jefferson be the first? Is this a groundbreaker right here, Jeremy? So I have to look back. I don't remember offhand. Um, there had to have been one. But it's it's so beneficial for guys who are not picked in the first round. I mean, just this last year, you had Terry McLaurin, A.J. Brown, Debo Samuel, D.K. Metcalf. Uh, you know, Jefferson is higher in the receiver pantheon than those guys, uh, but yet all very good players who got deals after three years because they, they weren't beholden to that fifth-year option of first-round picks. So uh, it's rare. There's got to be one out there, but I just, yeah, I don't know of one offhand. That's why I'm I'm kind of bringing it up is just wondering if there is a pressurized situation where the Vikings know this is what they need to do for a player of his stature. They know right. this is what they have to do for a player of his stature to let everyone in the locker room know if you ball out, we are going to give you what you feel you deserve. They know they've got to do it sooner rather than later because the price is only going to go up. But there's definitely 31 other teams that might be looking at them saying, what are you doing, right? Yeah, I mean, it's certainly, if they want to justify the contract now, they can do it, you know, because of of the caliber of the player. Really, probably the best player in his position right now. Um, So if you're going to reward anybody who's not a quarterback, he would be that guy. But this is the game, right? You start probably lower than you need to be with the money. Um, you know, the, the player gets upset, um, you know, you posture a little bit, maybe you can bridge the gap before the season, but if you don't, you can do it next summer and it's going to cost the team a little bit more because they waited. Um, but a lot of teams, a lot of times teams are willing to do that. The Vikings are in a really interesting place because of the new GM and head coach. They had a lot of success last year, but they won a lot of close games. 
who knows if they can replicate it, but they're kind of rebuilding on the fly while they stay competitive because they know they have Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson and those guys, and the offense is going to be pretty good. But they moved on from a lot of players. you got Daniil Hunter, who my understanding is if he's not getting a new deal from them, he'd like to go somewhere else where they will give him a new deal. Um, so they're kind of slow playing that. You know, Jefferson they haven't got to the finish line on. So, the, you know, Kirk Cousins is pretty much – this is maybe the most underrated, underrated, underplayed story in the league is that he's going into free agency. This is a top-12 quarterback with no contract, and it looks like he's going to play it out and has bet on himself uh, time and time again. So the Vikings are trying to, I think, saddle themselves from some of those older contracts that were bloated on the back end to try to reset their books. Uh, but in the meantime, you have some players that, that could be frustrated as a result. Certainly if they lose Dalvin Cook, right? Where they're <laughs> they're like, so we're we're not paying Dalvin, so the money that you're saving, doesn't that come to some of us who are waiting for it? Like that's the way I sometimes right. see how NFL lockers locker rooms work and to the detriment if something doesn't happen before playing season. Certainly with the division no longer having Aaron Rodgers in it, I'm sure everybody kind of feels like the Wicked Witch is dead. Let's go try and win, as the Vikings did last year, to try and repeat. Right. You know? and so they're tr- yes, and you would think so, but they're they're kind of trying to stay competitive while scale back some money. Like Dalvin Cook, I think they would have brought him back on a reduced salary, which he was never going to go for. Uh, it's just some of those you know sort of machinations are in play. Um, where there's going to be a little bit of player frustration, but like they know with what they have in place of the offense, they're they're going to be able to put up points. And yes, the, the division is wide open. You almost sense a little more urgency from Detroit than you do Minnesota. I, like talking to people around the league, Detroit feels like, hey, this is our division to lose right now. Like we're going to go get it. Um, and they have some cap space that they want to make an additional move for a leftover free agent out there. I don't sense that they're going to go after Hopkins or anything like that, but. If, yeah, I could see them adding a veteran receiver, maybe like a Jarvis Landry type, you know. Mm. Um, so two two different franchises that are in different places. You know, funny enough, Minis- Detroit was probably in the same place a year ago that Minnesota is now, even though Minnesota is coming off a 13-win season. But same sort of rebuild functions, tr- trying to sort of stockpile a little bit of money and draft picks. Jeremy yeah. Fowler, NFL insider from ESPN here on the Rich Eisen Show. And the timing of everything, you know, pretty much everyone's on vacation. And, you, <laughs> you know, right now, this is when general managers and everyone else in front offices look to their families and reintroduce themselves and say, this is our yeah. time before training camp starts. And I'm just wondering, because, again, this new league year, um, as all new league years in, in March, did have a lot going on, Jeremy. But. Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Hopkins, you just mentioned Jarvis Landry, there's Zeke Elliott, there's Leonard Fournette. I mean, I could go on and on and on here. Um, And contracts for Herbert and Burrow, not to mention what we just discussed with Justin Jefferson. What's the timing on all of this, do you think, here? Well, like you said, I think we're in a lull right now. And closer to mid-July training camp, I think there'll be more action. Like, Like, if you're Dalvin Cook, and I do think this is a factor, um, you're going to see probably what happens with those franchise tag guys. you got three running backs on the franchise tag. Um, not that you're necessarily guaranteed to make $10 million from a team, which is what the tag is right now for Barkley and those guys, but th- those are three more comps that you can sort of wait on and see what happens. Uh, you know, Hopkins, I can tell you to hear, he just hasn't been in a major rush. He knows the Titans and the Patriots uh, want him. I-, I believe there's, from what I've heard, there's mutual interest and respect between the Patriots and, and Hopkins, like, he, there was a good vibe when he was on the visit that he would be interested in playing there. So we'll, we'll see what that means as far as a potential contract. Um, 
but yeah, you have players like Yannick Ngakwe too, that where teams feel like, okay, we might be a piece or two away now. We've gotten better. Like if you're Chicago, you know, you need probably a pass rusher, maybe Carolina. Um, these are things where you'd love to sign a guy like that for five or six million, but he probably won't take that. So you're going to wait it out and see what happens closer to July, or some players will wait till there's an injury. Like all these running backs are in a tough spot because of the money that's dried up at that position, except for the, the exception of Dalvin Cook because he's still only 27, still some prime years left, still a top 10 running back. But, you know, if you're Fournette or Kareem Hunter, some of these guys, I could see them waiting into camp to see if somebody gets hurt potentially. Yeah, and then camp hits, and we're going to get some answers soon. I mean, um, a lot of questions we've been having for, for weeks and months get answered in short order. Who do you think the starting quarterback for the 49ers is going to be this year, Jeremy? Well, I think if Brock Purdy is healthy, like if he clears all the tests he needs to and can throw the ball the way he needs to, I do believe he'll be the starter. Um, I will say this, and this has persisted for a while, when the 49ers signed Sam Darnold early in free agency, gave him decent money, and considering like people have always just sort of been enamored with him around the league, uh, for better or worse, despite the struggles, there are a lot of people around the league that think that he'll play meaningful snaps for San Francisco this year based on why they signed him, when they signed him, um, just some of the ability and that, like, that he's a perfect fit for Kyle Shanahan's offense. That, that might actually bring out the best in him for once. And so I'm curious to see how that plays out. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure with them, too, because like, Trey Lance, you know, the issue really it seemed to be accuracy in the limited time that he played, but they still really do not know what they have. Like Even when you talk to people over there, they're like, he just has not played enough football to evaluate him. And he is a hard worker, and, you know, like he, he does a lot of good things that we still liked when we drafted him two years ago. They're just in a tough spot with it. So it really, like, if any of those three guys played snaps, it wouldn't shock me, but I would put Purdy as the one if he's healthy. That seems to be the case over there. But, like, there's a feeling that Darnold uh, could be out on the field at some point and, and playing for that team and, and meaningful snaps. So I'm going to ask you a sports talk radio question, Jeremy Fowler. you gotta, you got to answer it is what I mean. Okay. So, Darnold was signed as Purdy Insurance or Lance Insurance? Ooh, I think both, probably. I, 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 um, no, 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 no. You're not allowed. I'll go Purdy Insurance. You I'll go, go Purdy Insurance. Purdy Insurance at the time, just yeah. in case he couldn't be ready. Because that's the whole point with Lance. You mentioned, yeah. again, that some people there saying we don't even know what we have in him. you got to play him in order to find out what you have in him. That's why... Finally, the Packers decided to go with Jordan Love. They they had to yeah. see what they have in him, despite who they had. And it's amazing that Mr. Irrelevant, which obviously we still refer to Brock Purdy being the last pick in a draft as being, is is going to be the guy. And I don't blame them, because right. if you got a guy on a seventh-round contract playing elite quarterback play, yeah. you got to go with that guy. So what happens to Lance if Purdy's healthy and they're like, we're going to go with him, and Darnold is somebody that they think is perfect for the system? Do they just go with Lance sitting there as the third guy because they needed somebody who was the third guy last year? Ooh, I, and it's, it's tough to even imagine that because like, you got a number three overall pick that you gave up three first-round picks for as your emergency quarterback in that case, which you can have now. If you've got three guys on your active roster, new NFL rules, so you can have an emergency third quarterback. And in this scenario, that would be Trey Lance. I, I keep going back to this. like you know, The most important catalyst in San Francisco is Kyle Shanahan, right? It's really his baby for the most part. And, you know, just from what I heard when I asked you about Brock Purdy and Kyle Shanahan, it's just Brock is in tune with Kyle. He does what Kyle wants. He runs the offense how he wants. Now, 
but he's got a ceiling, right? He's not, he doesn't have that huge arm and the big-time ability. Um, will Kyle tire of that eventually? I don't know. But they have so many weapons and a good offensive line and so many playmakers, it probably doesn't matter. But when, when Purdy's out there, you know what to expect, you know what he's going to do, and, and Kyle likes that. I mean, that, that's just my sense. And so because of that, I, I put him as QB1 when he's healthy. Uh, but that's a serious injury, so he's got some hurdles to clear here between now and, say, late August. And then you got Lance sitting there. I just don't sense there was a lot of trade movement. There wasn't any sort of significant offer where they could justify it. Uh, and so he's got two years left under his contract. They don't necessarily have to panic on it. They can wait. Maybe somebody makes a great offer. Uh, maybe he plays in the preseason and does great, and then there's an offer in late October from a team that his quarterback got hurt at the trade deadline. Like there, There's a lot of uh, potential opportunities they can brace for if they do want to move on. But it, see, talking to other teams, they think like they'll probably move on eventually because there's no fifth-year option. Like They don't see San Francisco picking up that option for him. Uh, and so really you're looking at two more years under contract when you can try to get some value for him. But, yeah, it, it's – it's a fascinating situation because I don't, I don't necessarily think he's done a bunch wrong where they're so down on him, but they just don't know what to expect, and, and Purdy's the better option right now. Jeremy Fowler of ESPN. A few more minutes left with the NFL Insider. I'll ask you the question I've been asking everyone from, uh, from our world coming on this program last week. What happened in Buffalo when Diggs was either <laughs> sent pack in or he left of his own volition or nothing really happened? He just la- I, I mean, what, what, yeah. what, what do you got for me there, Jeremy? Well, it's a situation where you're trying to piece it together. Nobody will spell it out. But what what I know is that that last game against Cincinnati, he walked out uneasy, was unhappy. That was clear to everybody there. And it seems like what happened on the field was certainly a part of that with him not getting the ball in crucial situations. And then I was told in the offseason, hey, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs have to have a conversation, a meaningful conversation. I think that happened. When they were all there for minicamp, what was it, last week? I don't know, the weeks blend together now, but whenever they were there for minicamp, where Diggs was there and then he wasn't um, that, that first Tuesday. And I believe they talked. I know the Bills had closed-door meetings with important people there with Diggs. Um, when Sean McDermott went to the uh, podium, things were still unresolved. And I think that's part of why the answers came out the way they did. Uh, and I, I was told pretty adamantly, though, that Diggs would not have – been there for that minicamp practice on the field had he not felt they were in a little bit better of a place than they were before that Tuesday. So I do I do sense that things were positive, and I'm told the Bills fully expect him for training camp. Like They don't necessarily expect any sort of funny business here. Uh, they believe they do have this result. To what extent, I don't know. I'll, I'll be honest with you, Jeremy. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit flabbergasted that – that again, it, the, piecing it all together from what you said, your colleague, our colleague, our friend Robert Griffin III last week, and everyone else yeah. who's come on this program, piecing it all together, it does appear that whatever happened um, in that playoff game against Cincinnati, the conversation required to put it to bed between Diggs and Allen s- sat un- undiscussed for months. Really? Like, no, no phone call, no FaceTime in, no right. meeting. Like, literally what needed to be said between two guys who have both on this program talked about how much they love each other. Yeah. It went months without being resolved? For real? Well, th- what I don't know is whether they had any sort of contact this offseason. I, I mm-hmm. don't know that for sure. Right. I just, that was the sentiment 
that, that I kept hearing. It's like, okay, these, these two just need to get in a room and talk. Because in the offseason, they were away, and Diggs wasn't at OTA. So if they talked, it was over the phone, mm-hmm. text message, and I, I don't, I'm not privy to that. But there was a feeling like, okay, hey, when minicamp comes, these two need to get together. That was for sure. Um, just to clear some things up. And, and Josh Allen hinted at that, saying that there was some, really, what did he say, some non-football-related matters they had to discuss. So I don't know what the off-field dynamic is at all. Um, but, you know, certainly there could be something there. I don't want to speculate. But, yeah, it, it does seem like there was some progress made. And last one for you, Jeremy. What does a borough contract look like? Give it to me or, or Herbert. Yeah. Do, do we got do we have percentage so, of the cap? Can you do something like that? What do you, what do you got for me here, Jeremy? Well, it's funny. The, you can't do that. Um, well, I guess you could, yes. But I know the league back in the uh, CBA negotiations before, they were hoping for like a, sal- a separate salary cap for like the top paid player. I think they'd still like that to get done maybe in 2030 when they negotiate again for this very reason because the, the salaries are crazy. So the Bengals have gotten the ball rolling on talks. Um, you know, I believe they probably made some sort of preliminary offer. Um, you know, they are committed to doing it and made that clear. But you know, I don't sense they're close at all because of the dynamics of something like this. Like there's, you know, I just think it's going to take some time to get to where he's probably going to have to be the highest paid player in the league. I don't think there's much doubt about that unless he's just willing to be the team player and take a haircut on it. But I think from what I sense, the number of years will be an, an issue they got to hash out. The Bengals would like to do a longer contract, maybe not Mahomes long, like 10 years, but they'd like to be able to stretch this out and do a longer deal. Would Burrow go for that? I think right now they're probably in a deal that's too long, you know, where he probably wants something uh, more reasonable. So those are things they have to hash out. And really, Burrow, uh, you know, talking to other teams, they think Burrow could wait on Herbert in L.A. Like if Herbert can get his deal done first, Hmm. then Burrow can just say, okay, well, that's the benchmark and give me a little bit more than that, and then uh, we'll all be happy. All right. You, you can't, and I love it. Of course, you talk to other teams. You, you've mentioned that many times, so I guess I'm mandated to sneak one more in here. Talking to other teams, what's the one team we're not talking about enough this year? What do you got oh, as far as the quality of teams? Yes, sir. Who are we not talking about enough that others are saying, look out for this one? Sleeper. What do you got for me? Jeremy uh, Fowler. Can sleeper. Hold on. I, I, gotta, I always have to look, a Google list of NFL teams just so I can sift through it. Let's see. You go. Dolphins? Dolphins? Dolphins. Why? Yeah, Why I is mean, that? They won nine games with like a gazillion different quarterbacks last year. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, by the way, they had Jalen Ramsey, linebacker David Long, and Vic Fangio. So I just, there's a sense that they could win that division, even though Buffalo's got all the hype and wins 12 games a year and all that. And, hey, the Jets, look at the Jets are back. But, you know, the Dolphins, they might be the best team in that division. You know, Pittsburgh. Nobody's talking about them. Pittsburgh? What are people Nobody, saying about yeah. Pittsburgh? Just that nobody's talking about Pittsburgh, right? Um, well, just <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, the defense is going to be good, and they got weapons. You know, if Kenny Pickett can just sort of manage it and keep playing well in the fourth quarter, like he did. What about an um, NFC team? What about an NFC team? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Everybody talking about the Rams? Everybody? They get you healthy. Know, the, Rams are, the Rams are actually really interesting because they have. Somebody told me they're dead. They have forty rookies on their ninety-man roster, something like that. Like a crazy number of rookies. So, yeah. It's clearly, at least on defense, a rebuild. But I was told, like, coming out of the offense and the OTAs, like, the minicamp, they feel like they're going to put up points. Like, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Okay. Stafford's healthy now. Cubs healthy. And Jefferson's healthy. Uh, they got some young receivers they really like that nobody knows about. It, I don't know. It, it, they're, they're in a weird spot, and, and they're kind of rebuilding. But I, I, don't think it's, I definitely don't think it's going to be a tank situation. I think they're going to put up points. And McVay likes that they got humbled a little bit. 
um, I sense that. Okay, Jeremy Fowler. Thanks for the time. I really appreciate it. Let's do this more often if you're willing. Thanks for the call. Thank yeah, you. anytime, Rich. I appreciate it. Appreciate you, sir. That's Jeremy Fowler right here hmm. on the Rich Eisen Show. 40 rookies in Los Angeles. Look out. That's a lot. Stick, can they just stay in Thousand Oaks and have a curfew? <laughs> Seriously. They're not, they're, not allowed, yeah. they're not allowed to come south of Santa Clarita. Oh, that's it. That's the, that's, that's the line. They, wow. gotta go, they have to go over the mountain just to get to wherever they want to go. Send them north and say you can't come south of Santa Clarita. 40 rookies in Los Angeles. No, thank you. Wow. No, thank you. They have to turn on their cell phones at 10 o'clock each night. Right. Right. They got to learn how to be a doula. One for, uh, for, for McVeigh's new kid. Yeah. Just to keep them locked in. Yeah, That's a free babysitting. I mean, that's a plus. Dude. I don't think you want any NFL players babysitting a newborn. <laughs> okay. Why some of them have Dude, newborns? No. <laughs> I'll just tell you this, man. I told you. Look out for those Rams. Better hold on to your tickets, Chris. I, I, I don't know what you're doing. Hold on I, to your tickets. I disagree. <laughs> we talking playoffs? Or nah, I don't know about that. Well, I mean, the NFC is wide open. Uh, we'll take a break. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Hour number two. Guess what? We've got Overreaction Monday coming up. Hey, we oh. also have my top five most juicy Super Bowl matchups of the year. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Uh, the caller there right now here on the Rich Eisen Show? Who, who is this person? Hello? Hello, Rich. This is a guy that's not all that keen on French guys, but I want to tell you happy birthday. Oh, my me. God. Is this happy G birthday to you. No, I'm going to sing a happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, old Richie. Happy birthday to you and a whole lot more. It is your old pal, Joe Willie. Roll Tide and Go Jets fan. Joe, this is the greatest thing of all time. Thank you for doing this. How you doing? Well, 
I, I just, I'm a fan. I've known you for a long time, and all of a sudden you've lived a long time, and I hope you live a whole lot longer, too. Oh, my God, Joe. You don't have no idea what this means to me right now to get to get a call uh, from you on my birthday. Uh, you know, I mean, thank you so much. I can't, I don't well, even know how to say it. As one of your fans, you've got millions of fans out there these days, man. So keep up the good work. I love listening to you. Thank and you. seeing you on occasion. I, I, and, I, and I appreciate that, you know, because, you know, I, I was born the year you won the Super Bowl, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> That's the year I was, was born. That was a good year. You see that? That was a very good year. It was a good year and a day in the life. It was a good year and a day in the life for sure. But, you know, I'd love to be able to not have to say that, right? I'd love to be able to talk about some some other championship other than that, Joe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, uh, that may come about. So once again, man, I don't want to take your time up here much. I know you're talking about some important things. Uh but uh, I love you. Happy Thanks, birthday, Joe. And I look forward to seeing you around camp. And now I get Ray Lucas calling me on my birthday. What's going on in my <laughs> life? <laughs> hey, everybody, Rich. back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Better than Rich Cotite. That's right. Uh, Jimmy in San Antonio hey. back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Jimmy? Uh, todo bien. Que paso, hermanos? We're hanging hey. in there. What's going on with you? I uh, just got back from a destination wedding in Cancun. Oh, oh, that's. Did yeah, you get a gift? You know how... Did you get a gift? It was one of the worst groomsmen gifts ever, and I've been friends with him for forty years. Oh. In his third marriage, but only a second wife. So he did the first wife twice by marrying her, divorced. Okay, her. so two things here, uh, Jimmy. First of all, I know there's an I in Jimmy. I. I... I didn't mean did you get a gift from, but, but now that you mentioned that, what what was the groomsman gift? What was it? Monogrammed leather suspenders for the <laughs> outfit. <sighs> That's terrible. Suspenders. When when when, when am I going to yeah, wear? Yeah, literally something again? you're only wearing once. What is that? You're not like Larry King, are you? Who else is a famous suspenders wearer? Ronald McDonald. Who else? What else <laughs> we got? Mr. Peanut. What else? <laughs> Urkel. 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 Good one. I mean, they're sharp. They're um, really nice. No, I'm wondering. Wear them again. Did you get a gift for them? Because you know no, the way I feel no, about destination no. weddings, right? You know that. Yeah. Correct. No, I did not. That was a two thousand dollar vacation. <laughs> I did not ask for. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Your presence is, is your present. That's it. Oh yeah. Correct. No, didn't didn't bring a damn thing for them. You can go home now. Thank you very much. Um, so where did wow. where, where you're, you're our San Antonio expert? Uh, where, what restaurant was that photograph of Wemby and everyone else from Spurs uh, Mount Rushmore taken? I believe it was Bliss and Beetle. Okay. Michelle should be able to confirm this. Okay, I've seen her dine there before. Okay, okay. Uh, her and I have mutual friends through media connections, but I believe it was Bliss and that Pop organized the whole dinner and called Manu and Sean and everybody. Of course he did. To Time. So that he's just declined to be in the photograph, or he took well, it? Did he take it? I think so. Okay. And guess who paid for it? You know, Pop paid for Ooh, it. He, Pop it's, paid. Those are like his sons. He's not going to let them buy, you know, the dinner. I think Pop paid for it. Okay. These are all questions. Thank you, Jimmy. Greatly appreciate. Right, it. I always love when Jimmy calls. There you go. By the way, this place is nice. I bet. Holy smokes. That may be one of my favorite top five segments in the history of this program was Larry David being asked about destination weddings and his thoughts to try and confirm my belief 
that you do not get a gift for a destination wedding couple. If you're flying somewhere and you're putting yourself up. He was like, don't even go. Well, he said he doesn't even go. And I asked him, how far must the (laughs) wedding be from your house to decide? 90 minute drive. He said 90 minutes by car. (laughs) Was as far as he would go for a wedding, period. He said, don't don't even send him the invitation. (laughs) It may be even funnier because I think most of us, when deciding if we're going to go anywhere, it has a lot of financial consideration. Larry does not have that problem. <laughs> I think it's a principle matter. It's, it's just principle. total principle, but no yes. financial ramification. Like if I go to a destination wedding, I got to worry, well, man, am I going to pay rent? Can I do this or that? Larry does not have these. Come <laughs> to think of it, longtime yeah. Seinfeld writer and now Curb Your Enthusiasm, executive producer, director, and writer, and Everything. Jeff Schaefer had a destination wedding, and I don't recall Larry being there. Were you there? I was. Oh. That's how I would know. Okay. So you don't have those considerations either. They had a, Mexi- they had a wedding in Mexico, and I, I, didn't, I didn't see Larry there. Was Seinfeld there? No. No. Alec Berg, who Alec is Berg. A, a also Curb and yep. Seinfeld alum now. What? Uh, Silicon Valley and Barry. Everything. Just yeah. Everything. Yeah. I'll never forget. We played golf. He used a range finder mm-hmm. from the fringe of the green. Yes. Hey, He's this is, on the fringe, ready is, to chip towards, you know, it was, it was a large green. Sure, but he looks in and it says 12. <laughs> it, was, it was for yards, yes, because yeah. now you're measuring in feet. Right. I've never seen another human <laughs> like, being do that. Oh, did I give him grief on the spot, rest of the weekend, at the affair, at the wet, the whole thing. That's psychotic. I've never, it was, and he turns to me, he goes, it's far away. He needs to know how many, you know. Feet, he would do the math in his head from wow. feet to yards. And I'm like, dude, that's insane. I'm like, is there a jacket on the line today? Is there a claret <laughs> jug on the I felt like I was Seinfeld. Is there a jug? Is there a jacket? Did you give a gift? A, a, a gift? Yeah. Of course we did, because Susie's like, we have to give a gift. And the entire time, I'm like, this is our gift. We, We're here. We flew here. I know. Yeah. Of course we gave a gift. Well, I'm saying you said you wouldn't give a gift. And, I, and uh, uh, you know, <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah. I'm still pissed. And I love Jack, uh, Jeff, you know, and his wife, Jackie, and whatever. It was a beautiful affair. I'm still digging out. Man, oh, man. I don't know. I'm just joking. <clears throat> Hour two coming up. I'm looking at this bliss private dining option. Yeah, they had to have gone private dining, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need a, you need. A oh yeah, Beatles room. gonna give us the whole scoop. You know, she's gonna give us the whole scoop. She might have even been there. Wouldn't surprise me. Well, she's tight with the Spurs organization. She's on part the, of their broadcast on the broadcast team. Now it's awesome. I know. So all right, what do you got? No, I was just like, all right. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> he was right. trying to put a button on it. I was like, that's the end. <laughs> of what? He, he was ready to move on is what he said. Uh, we can't be. We're still on the air. <laughs> <I'm t-booked. laughs> what, what, do you, what, what can you get there? Oh, a nice $200 bottle of red. Oh, that's nothing for pop. No, I understand. but Look good. Okay. At any rate, coming up next hour, we've got Overreaction Monday. Uh, Jeremy Fowler just said something about the borough contract that kind of leaps out at me. That's something that needs to get done, by the way, in the next few weeks.
Can you imagine they go into the season and Joe Burrow hasn't gotten a new contract yet? I don't think it's he'd be no worried way. about it, though. He's not mentioning Holden like some other guy. That's because it's a different scenario. He's a different cat. He's a winner. But he also wants to get paid, pal. This is time. Hey, Kyler Murray gets paid. By the way, look what I have. Hoskins found this relic. <laughs> Including Susie's makeup <laughs> lipstick. She used, it. It, she used it to blot her lipstick sitting in for me one time. It's not my <laughs> lipstick. <laughs> 